You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. You're listening to episode 232 of PHP Ugly, and I am your host, Eric Van Johnson, guiding you through this Thursday night with love and affection. My co-pilot tonight is my good friend, Thomas Rideout. Hello. Did you notice how I totally mixed that up for the first time? I do this stuff off the cuff, man. I have no plan of what I'm going to say. My I, mouth starts moving and just stuff just starts leaking out of it and it I know, just I know. goes places. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it live <laughs> in person. <laughs> we've, uh, got, for, uh, we've got for, no, for a good amount of people know, joining us. This is exactly how all of the SDPHP intro works as well. Eric will just stand up in front of... Uh, the large group of people who gather for the meetup and just start saying, Hey, so yeah, things. Let's talk about stuff. Did you say that? Cause I'm wearing my SDPHP hat today. Yes. I, I like Did it. I that remind looks nice. you of that things looks new. Wow. We, we just got discord is blowing up right now. We got some people on YouTube shutter. We hear you. Thank you, buddy. Got some people on YouTube as we got well. A new, we got a new uh, subscriber or, or follower on Twitch. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah, I told you. I, I figured out we're, we're not big enough on Twitch now to uh, for people to subscribe. They can only follow. So right. we need to we, – we will never – you need to stream on Twitch for like – an like another hour or two more than what we stream. I think it was like a minimum of five hours a, a month or six hours a month. And yeah, I, we get enough complaints. Streams <laughs> we get, get enough that, complaints get for the streaming we do do. So, uh, yeah, man, Andrew, Mike, Michael, how you doing? How you guys doing? So if you're not in our discord, please join. It's discord.phpugly.com. We do have a nice little bot in there. If you type in, uh, exclamation point help. It'll give you some commands. The only thing that's really useful right now is you can suggest titles for the show. So if you do a exclamation point title and then give it a title, it will go into a list in our little Dropbox that I review before publishing. And I'm so lazy, nine times out of ten, I will pick a title in that file. So that is that, that I'm trying to do as little work as possible. Thomas, what have you been up to? Uh, not a whole lot. Well, that that makes for great show content. I, I appreciate that. Uh, very busy today. Um, but the the big news, as you know, is that I have I'm, a new employer. I know nothing, man. I know nothing. You have a new employer. I do. I have a new employer. Uh, Let me guess. I, Let me guess. Guess. I mean, give me a minute. Does it does it start with P and end with hub? No, no. <laughs> No, that's that's technically a contract position and not not full time employment. No, this one provides uh, healthcare and everything. Wow, wow. Yeah, so I've been uh, I've been looking around move move up uh, for a while and got uh, got two inquiries at once and sort of did them back and forth every day for a week and a half, two weeks. Which, so you went through a whole interview process. Is is this what I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah. I went through the full interview process, the code test. Uh, I, I believe they vetted whoa, whoa. The, the podcast. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You like you did a code test? So this is is this you looking for a position, or is this people coming to you offering you work? I, I guess I, I'm trying to I'm trying to understand the the, the boundaries here a little bit. Uh, this is through LinkedIn, which I generally absolutely hate, but. Uh, People looking for me, and then me only looking at the ones that are interesting and promising, and okay. not junior developer positions for someone who's done twenty years of PHP development. Okay, so this was like a mutual thing. I mean, you, they were kind of looking, you were kind of looking. Okay, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on board now. So, so you go through a whole interview process. Well, how, how many? Uh, it's been so long since I've done an interview, mainly because I'm really bad at it. So I, I'm actually, you know. Don't miss it, but me too. How, it turns out how I'm a many, little rusty. Oh, I'm I'm horrible. I am horrible with interviews because I don't know. There's something about me. I talk too much, 
and talk over people. But I always assume I like people know the base. Excuse me, I'm speaking. <laughs> I always assume people know the basics. Like when they when they ask those questions, like this is a simple question. I'm just looking for the simple answer. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure you just you know in my head thinking. You you know all the simple stuff. That's not why you're asking me. You're you're looking for something more, and I I don't know. I'm terrible at it. So back and forth. I let's just take one. Let's take the position you got. You you mentioned you did two. Uh, you you had two kind of competing factors there. Let's just talk about the one you got. How many interviews were there? Like how many people did you have to go through? Not including the coding challenge. Um, besides the recruiter. I think three people total. It's mm-hmm. it wasn't a lot of people, but I can say it was four Zoom calls, four separate Zoom calls. So that, that first from- round is the establishing that this isn't a waste of time round, right? Right. Uh, and then you've got a technical interview, and then I did a the the coding test for this one was a, a live coding a live coding session, I believe, uh, and remember. then a an executive interview with the higher ups. And um, huh. another overview. Now, the thing is, is that we had a bad get push to production during my first interview with the executive guy. In, in your current job, the job yeah. you have now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it involved moving a domain name, which is usually handled by somebody at my company who was on vacation. So all of a sudden... My my Slack channel is blowing up. There's a crisis. The <laughs> whole site is down, and I'm in the middle of a Skype or or uh, Zoom interview. Zoom. Went really badly. Uh, I just wasn't wasn't giving confident answers. Wasn't speaking about myself eloquently. It went is just bad. Everything up to that point had been so good, and I just felt so awful about it. I talked to the recruiter and said, "Hey, this is what happened. You know, they're aware that it was there was something else going on that was distracting me, but I didn't give them a good, you know, I didn't give the best impression I could. So they were kind enough to actually allow me to redo that interview. Oh, uh, that was just, nice of them. Yeah, and just get in and make sure that I said the things that I meant to say in a way I meant to say them, and not through the the cloud of uh, smoke that was surrounding me at the time as servers burned to the ground. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let me, let me ask you a question then. Uh, you know, I, again, I, I've been doing interviews for the past few years uh, as we've brought more people on board at Diego dev, but I'm on the other side. Right. And, and I'm always kind of, my questions are always like, you know, what inspires you sort of question, like, why do you code, blah, blah, blah. Like, I want to hear the artist, the, 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 the developer, the artist come out and, and, you know, what is their driving force behind why they do what they do? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm looking for a specific sort of person. But in general, like, what sort of questions were they asking you? Was, it, was there anything that caught you off guard? Like, man, I... I never even thought of that. Um, they, I think the thing that caught me the most, well, first off is that all the technical stuff, every time they asked me a technical question, yeah, no problem. They'd mm-hmm. say, hey, here's the problem. What uh, what design pattern is the, is resolved, re- resolves this problem? I'd know immediately, yeah, oh, it's this one, it's this one. Um, you know, they, they'd give me some tricky little questions, um, try to catch me up on, on technical knowledge. Uh, that all went fine, but it was when they started asking me about like things I enjoy doing or uh, uh, problems that I've had in the past and how I resolve them or how I feel about something. It's like the more personal the question was, the more trouble I had answering it, uh, <laughs> which I guess is a good thing to know about myself is I can rattle off pointless trivia really well. But if you ask me how I feel, it does not work. <laughs> My brain shuts down. Um, they asked me about uh, company culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I sort of don't, it's hard to describe what your current company culture is and what you like and don't like about it. If you've never really thought about it, if you just, if it's just good, you know? Mm -hmm. So I had to think on that for a while. Um, the other one is, uh, what do I like doing outside of work? Which I did not have an answer for (laughs) just, just straight up. Oh, you know, video games. What about the coding challenge? What what was the coding challenge? Anything, anything fancy or, uh, is a quick, 
API endpoint development. Um, mm-hmm. I created uh, custom requests for it, which is mm-hmm. something I learned a couple of weeks ago that I really, really love. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty simple. Well, let's get down to the nitty gritty then. PHP, I assume, obviously, if, if you're interested in this, that was the question I was shooting for. So you're sticking with the sticking with the Laravel shop, sticking huh? sticking with Laravel. Nice, nice. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how much I can get into about the uh, infrastructure. I mean, I know how much I can get into because I don't know a whole lot right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I still have to uh, discuss what I can get into and what I have to stay away from on the podcast with the bosses. Obviously. Do you know if they're at least current with Laravel? I mean, what's their yes. what's their situation? Ah, nice. Okay, so they have a they have a Laravel workflow. That's good. Good to and walk all, into that. All Laravel view workflow. So the hundred dollar question here, and I, I've got to ask it because I know people who know you and who listen to the show regularly are going to wonder it. I hinted around to it earlier, but but you didn't bite and, and, and spoil it. Are you still in the adult industry with this new job? After, I would say, 15 years, I am not in the adult industry. The new job is not in the adult industry. It is not in the adult industry. Wow. I think... The whole time I've known you, you've you've been in the adult industry. I don't think I've never. You've worked for d- different companies, but you've always been in the adult industry. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, in your last place, you you've been at it for a while, right? It's been because you've been there longer than years. we've been doing Diego Dev. Okay, so right around the same time we started doing Diego Dev. Yeah. Okay, that's right, Gishu. Yeah, Gishu say now I can bring my kids to work, but now they're turning eighteen. So, <laughs> and work is is right there where he's at. So you know. <laughs> Where are they located? That's I didn't ask that. Where are they located? Do you know where they are physically? Uh, Texas, I believe. Texas. Yes. Nice. So when when it comes time for Longhorn, we can all go down there and uh, meet my employer. It's uh, it's coming up. I'm supposed to be talking to those cats here soon. I actually sent them an email today uh, because they, you know they're having an in person conference. We talked about this a couple of shows back. Yeah, uh, they're actually doing an in-person conference at the end of the year. I Man, I gotta look it up now. I think it's October, November time. Uh, Longhorn PHP, um, October fourteenth through the sixteenth. Uh, they're going to be in oh Holiday Inn in Austin, so Austin Midtown. So uh, if you're if you've been baiting at the bit to get back to an in-person conference, first thing, love Austin. Uh, those guys took us out the last time. I mean, th- not the last time. Um, I went. I think the first year they 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 had their in person conference, and they. Uh, oh, I got Ian in Discord. He's saying I have a message in DM waiting uh, in Twitter waiting for me. DM, fantastic. But um, the f- the first year I, I, they had the conference, I went out there and they took us down to Austin, uh, the, like the downtown area, and had, we had a blast. Uh, it was really nice. It took us some to some bar. We just all just took over the, like half half the room was just a bunch of PHP devs there drinking and, and talking and doing stuff. So I, uh, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to be ready to get on a plane in, in October. It seems pretty far off. I might, I might try to, I might try to muscle up the, uh, the courage to, to travel, but yeah. Um, where are we, where are we going with that? So yeah. Would you go though, Tom? Like if your company, paid for it tom i think you're muted yeah i th- i believe so i think i think uh php ugly might actually pay for it mm-hmm. we have to we have to see run the numbers crunch the values that's what you think <laughs> oh man so, so that's cool man i'm, I'm happy for you I, yeah. I know i know you've been looking for something new How, how'd your how'd your current boss take that well i'm friends with my boss and all of my coworkers, and it was it was tough. Uh, I definitely oh. I definitely teared up several times talking to people about Aww. the situation. So, but <laughs> you big softy, yeah, I know. I know how'd your oh how'd your PM take it? I know you're a big fan of the PM, and I, I, I hate PMs, but you seem to like yeah. yours. Yeah, she was very sad, and Aww. I've got I've got her phone number, and we'll have to stay in contact and all that <laughs> stuff. But you know, everyone was very understanding that this is a this is a step in the right direction for me and for my career. Uh, I will be senior software engineer, and nice. it is uh, a ground floor position. Uh, and the goal is for me to be the code owner. So cool. 
That's it's very he, uh, very cool. Gishu in Discord is asking: Is Longhorn traditionally Laravel focused? Ian, I'm sure will respond. Uh, there, you have your Laravel people at all PHP conferences, but now there's nothing. At least the the first one I went to, there was nothing uh, particularly special about. It. There you go. Ian's responded. We'll have a few Laravel talks, and multiple of the organized organized team do Laravel things. So there's you can't go to a PHP conference nowadays and not have some sort of Laravel influence. It's just it's kind of kind of where things are right now. So yeah, it's it's like if there's a vegan in the room, you'll hear it. <laughs> Why do you keep going there with it? My God! Sorry. It's like if it's like if there's someone who does CrossFit in the room, you'll know. <laughs> oh man! Um, so yeah, okay. My week is—I uh, mean—been pretty uneventful. I started on a new project for a client. I'm excited about. I'm always like doing a. Speaking of Laravel, always like doing a little Laravel new. It's my first uh, first one where I'm launching it. Is it my first project I'm launching on eight? No, no, no. We have a Diego Dev one. I did. We did an eight as well. So, anyways, I launched a new project today. I'm I'm enjoying it. But all right, what else you got going on? Do get, Thomas? Well, do you get do you get to use Livewire? I always get to use Livewire. That's me, man. Oh my god, I'm working on my new Livewire component. So. It's so crazy. I'm telling you, I, I will continue to bang the drum for Livewire. I think that Laravel should just replace their view components with Livewire because I don't understand. It's just, it's just, it's the same thing except better. I mean, it's just, it's just view components plus. I, I, I love, I love, I love Livewire. But yeah, I, I started, I actually started with my new component on Livewire. Uh, in Argus. So if you're, if you subscribe to Argus, the uh, online monitoring system, um, there's going to be some more changes coming, coming your way, depending on how much time I have to work on it. But uh, I got the, I, I'm working on the, the log scroll now because I'm not happy. I, I was never happy with the way we set up the log scroll where it's, it's actually on the profile page of the cron job. And then to the side is kind of the logs, for that profile mm-hmm. and it works. I mean, there's, it's, it's just cron monitoring. So all the logs are telling you, Hey, this cron checked in. Hey, this cron ended. Hey, this cron didn't check in. So there's not a lot of information there, but it kind of, it kind of always felt kind of clumsy the way it was sitting next to the profile. So I'm, I'm just adding live wire tab. So you now tab back and forth. You, you go to the profile. Then if you want to click on the log, you just tab over the log and between Alpine and live wire. So easy. It just is so easy to do. That's the that's the other factor of Livewire. As much as I rave about Livewire, the little bit of JavaScript you have to do, you do it in Alpine. I mean, you don't have to, but that's Porgio created both Livewire and Alpine, right? Just so they could complement each other. In Alpine JS, it's like it, it's the syntax makes so much sense, especially if you're using Livewire or even even View components. It just everything just makes sense and works so well together. Oh my goodness, I just cannot wait. I I can't wait to get things done. I, I wish I had more time to code. I like coding a lot, but busy, busy, busy. Well, so you listen, know what? I, you know what'll save you take, a lot of time. I wanted to take a break before you did that, but let's do it. What would t- save me a lot of time, Thomas? Managed hosting from Cloudways. Cloudways. We bring today's podcast to you in cooperation with Cloudways, a managed cloud hosting platform built for your PHP projects. If you simply wish to focus on your business, Cloudways is the way to go. They take over server management and security and free up time that you can dedicate to growing your business and acquiring new clients. The platform offers a choice of infrastructure as a service partners, AWS, Google Cloud, DigitalOcean, Linode, and Vulture. In addition, you get a performance-optimized stack, managed backups, and a staging environment where you can test your code before pushing it to the live servers. Best of all, Composer and Git come pre-installed so you can get your projects up and running quickly. All this power, simplicity, and peace of mind falls right in line with their brand slogan, Moving Dreams Forward. If you want to give them a try, use promo code PHPUGLY to get a $25 credit. Check them out today. Cloudways. Thanks, Cloudways. Thank you, Cloudways. Appreciate that. So a couple of things I want to touch on real fast. Um, uh, I guess let's let's get this one out of the way first because... I forgot to mention it last week. It's actually been a couple weeks now, 
And I definitely wanted to mention it. If if you watch the stream, the live stream, I've already tweeted about this. So, you know, I, I, I'm still kind of, kind of, uh, coming to terms with it. But, uh, if you've watched the live stream for, for any good amount of time, you know, uh, my office manager was my dog and he was very special to me and he means, means a lot to me. He's very important. And he always, uh, was right here behind me. You'd see him laying on the floor behind me, uh, especially for like the last six months or so. And unfortunately he, he has moved on. So I don't want people wondering where Yaz is. If you didn't see my tweets or you didn't hear about it, or you watched the show, or if you even care, I just felt like I wanted to get it out there that uh, he was a great dog. I miss him tremendously. Uh, but yeah, poor Yaz, the office manager has moved on to another position himself and, and he has missed a great deal with that said. Um, so the the whole situation with Yaz and actually when he passed away was that week of the PHP compromise uh, with with Git. So all that stuff really hit me at the same time. Um, we had the people with internals uh, reach out to us and said, "Hey, you know, we want to get this information out. Would you mind putting together a podcast?" And we had, uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm like, "Yeah, sure." When they first reached out to us on Monday, everything, you know, with the, yeah, it wasn't official. And we, we, you know, I was actually taking him to the vet Monday afternoon. And, um, but yeah, so all that stuff, all that stuff's happening. It was such a, such a crazy week. But one of the other things that we talked about through that is that I tossed my hat in the ring to become a release manager of PHP 8. And uh, the voting for that started this week and very quickly it became extremely obvious that it's a rigged election that there's voter fraud running amok in the php community and we need to do something about this you will never be allowed to run for for manager again (laughs) oh they made it very clear in their voting they don't want me running for manager they made it very clear in their voting that me even considering participating to be now to be clear here as far as fourth choices go you were a resounding success. <laughs> fourth, fourth choices. Come on, you have. Let's put the. Let's get this in Discord so people can click on stuff. Fourth? See how. So let's be clear. For for position number one, it was an overwhelming nobody. Nobody was even interested in 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 me. Uh, pretty much the same thing for, for position position number two. I think I got a sympathy vote from an a, a very prominent uh, internals person, um, Sarah. I mean, you can go see yourself. These are all public. And then for the th- now, you know what? I would have been okay with those. <laughs> I would have been all right had I had I even made a showing a showing for the third position. Not a single vote for the third now, position. So our listeners, nobody. Know- this is a very toned down version of the conversation that we had on Wednesday. <laughs> a lot less uh, cursing and, and crying and yeah, spitting. Huh? These motherfuckers. You're really upset. I know. You were pretty upset, Thomas. I'm like, it's okay, buddy. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, well, I'm prone so, to yeah. anxiety, you know? Election fraud. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying we, we, need the, we need the voting machines. We need to have these things audited. This is bullshit. And... Uh, I'm I'm moving on to go. We're going to be called but, Go Lang Ugly. It's, I, I saw a few interesting things, like um, well, like don't laugh like, at me, Gishu. Who was uh, who was Patrick Allert's first choice? Uh, I I don't know who was Patrick Alex Alert's first choice. Uh, uh, Albert uh, Alert Alert. Yeah, Patrick Alert voted for Patrick Alert in the first Allert. round. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, hmm. That's that's so Who did Ben Ramsey vote for? Because Ben is on here too. Let me uh, see. Ben, well, Ben Ramsey voted yeah, for Ben, ben Ramsey. Yeah, that's, that's that is the first vote that, that Ben Ramsey put in. Seems a li- let's see who who Ben Ramsey voted for the absolute last position that so uh, is there. That? Oh, he voted place. for me. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. He voted for me. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much Ben telling me, "Hey, man, I know who you are. I just want you to know I was thinking about you, and I have no desire for, to work with you at all." <laughs> I voted last, like. 
I want to make sure nobody votes for you. That's all right, Ben. I see. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. So the big news yeah. this week is I got a new job, and uh, Eric was roundly rejected by the PH community community at, at Hole. Just publicly, just turned down. Uh, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. I'm kind of a dick. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> at least we gained listeners. You know, that's what that's, matters. That's right. Hey, man, we we gained like uh, our our YouTube uh, subscribers jumped like a hundred or something. We're like over 300 subscribers on YouTube now. What? That can't be true. I'm telling you, I'm telling you what here. I'll bring it up right here. Watch, watch this. Boom, boom. 330, 330. Just like that, man. That That is crazy. I know. That's nuts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mr. Funny guy, Mr. Funny guy, Gishu. I was, I was first in the sixth position. That's right. First in the, in the sixth position. I don't know. I don't know that you were first in the sixth position. (laughs) I think that's just where you did best. That's you know, you're actually right. right? I don't think I was. I think somebody kept yeah. Yeah, so we did get <laughs> God damn it. I can't even win the sixth yeah. position. Son of a bitch. All right. Well, I, I see where I see I see where I'm loved. I see. I think it's just because right. of the naming schema, because they they just put you down as Eric V. Johnson. <laughs> okay, so you want to hear something funny? If if you really want to analyze this, remember what Sarah said, told us uh, in the podcast. She's like, "This is the this is the most volunteers we've ever had step up for release manager," which mm-hmm. was a compliment. And she she complimented us because I think you you guys got the word out. So when the 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 volunteers on the voting form, if you're looking at the website, the the vote the people that are getting voted on are left to right at the top. That's the order people volunteer. So I was the fourth volunteer, right? So that means if you look at where all the heavy voting is for the people who volunteered, it's people who volunteered after me. That means people saw me volunteer and were like, holy crap, somebody who knows what they're doing better volunteer like right now because we're about to get hosed on this. Because had had the whole right side of that of that uh volunteer list wasn't there, I, I would probably still have lost. But it would have been a closer race. I feel like it would have been closer. I think we I think we inspired people to volunteer and some very well qualified people stepped up to the plate. Yeah, yeah. I mean you really do only have yourself to blame anyway you could. <laughs> Yeah. So that was fun. That that was uh <laughs> that that made the made the the week all that more exciting. Uh there was some exciting stuff this week in Played internals. Uh the no return type has Nobody been Nobody cares about internals anymore. We're not talking about those guys. Yes we are. Okay. Uh what was re- what was approved though? It wasn't no return. It was it was something else, right? It was so, uh Yeah, the the idea of having a no return value was approved, but the naming of it was changed to never. Never. That's an interesting name. What do you think of that? I don't know. It doesn't. I don't think it well describes what's being done. Uh, I, I think there were some. I think there was some valid arguments for not doing the no return. Um, there must have been. It was an overwhelming success. Yeah, they, they were like it was confusing. Uh, there was there was some oh, there were, TypeScript. Buttery Crumpets yeah. says that no, it never uses is used in TypeScript. Yeah. Um, and Gishu's asking, isn't no return the same as void? And it's not um, because you can return void when you're re- when you're saying never. You're actually saying this. Uh, method doesn't exit. It, there is no return. You're not. Nothing's coming back to you. So. Yeah. So it's a it's a very specific syntactical sugar for long running processes and things like that, uh, where you have an exit statement in the method. And it, it's funny because when this conversation first started, it took me a while to think. It's like, man, how often do I actually use where I'm not returning something? Like, I rarely. Don't I rarely use void? Uh, so I'm like, man, how often do I not actually return something? But it, now that I'm using Livewire, I mean, I can actually not return a lot of lot of stuff in the Livewire component if I want to. Um, yeah, it's I don't I think it's needed. I, I feel like it's needed. It, it's it, it can be useful. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's uh, I'm gonna let that one slide with internals, but 
So I came across something new this week, um, and I, I I I have a sense that a another streamer that I watch subscribes to the same news feed that I subscribe to. So I, I subscribe to a news feed called opensource.com. And if if you like open source stuff, if, if you like geeking out on like new things and stuff like that, I, I recommend hitting up their feed. The problem with their feed is it's heavy. Like I get, I, I have it, uh, I have it in my telegram and I get six to 10 new stories or new articles every day and they're good quality stories i just don't have time to read them all but one came across my feed today that said uh four tips uh for content switching and get i'm like oh okay let me go check this out because uh you know i i'm always looking for like new little hints and tips and how to do things and stuff like that and um this one talked about Something I had never heard before, uh, Git Worktree. Have you ever heard of Git Worktree? I have not. I never heard of it. And I'm reading the article. I'm like, man, this looks like it solves so many problems. Why haven't more people talked about this? And no sooner do, you know, am I reading this article, like the next day or the, or the, the day after, uh, a, a YouTuber or a streamer I watch, the Primogen, who's like, he's really big in them. And he, he's, he works at Netflix. He's, he's this absolute crazy man he posts a video about get work tree i'm like oh come on he has to he has to be re- reading the same blog i'm reading because there's no way he just stumbled across this uh <laughs> as i did i recommend going and watching his video uh because you know i haven't actually used it myself he is using it uh, i don't think it's something i can use um but basically what it does and this is this is not a problem everybody has, but if you're a manager or if you're somebody who works on multiple projects, or even if you're somebody who works on one project with that has to keep switching branches because, hey, you know, you need to fix this on this branch, or we did a deployment, you got to fix this. You want to look into this. Now there there are drawbacks, but basically what Worktree does is you uh you check out you, you check out your repo differently. So you don't just do a git clone. You do a git clone. I forget. It's like a dash dash bear or something like that. Uh... And in in that in that repo now, what it boils down to is it allows you to have multiple uh, branches checked out at the same time. So you everything becomes a file structure to you uh, as as the user. But you can have like your main branch. You can have a feature branch you're working on. You can have a bug branch. You can have them all checked out at the same time, and you can be switching back. Not only can you be switching back and forth between them, you can actually be working on multiple branches at the same time. Like you can have two two Vim terminal sessions open and working on one branch, and then working on the other branch. And it does once you're in that in that branch. And from your perspective, each branch just becomes a file structure under. The, the cloned repo. So you see like main feature XYZ bug three, whatever, whatever. Like other as a directory? You you, it's just a directory. Yeah. So they're there. They're it's physically there. And once you're in that directory, it just is another Git re- repo. Like it's, it's only tracking changes for that directory. Like for that instance of, of that code base, it's not, it's not mingling anything else you're doing on any of the other branches. It's very slick. Now, the big drawback for me, because I saw this, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going with, like, this starts today. I'm I'm not ever doing other branches because in my position, I'm constantly starting branches, pulling in d- developer code to do code review, uh, working on other branches, and I'm constantly having to commit or stash because that's, that's what you have to do today. Like, if I'm working on a branch and a developer right. says, hey, can you do a code review for me on this and, you know, pull it. What I do is I'll pull it in and run unit tests and, and do everything. I'll have to either stash what I'm working on. If it's, if it's not good, like if I don't think it's ready for anything or I have to commit it, which then I have all these, like I have a lot of commit because I've, you know, I'm halfway done working on something. I'm like, okay, this is a whip commit it, you know, go out. This resolves all that. I can have as many branches as I want. I don't have to start, you know, switching branches and all that. But my, I, I, I pretty quickly discovered that, oh shit, you know, for 
that that might be good for like like you're working on PHP core, you're working on PHP internals, or you're working on some script or something. But for me and my workflow, my Git clone uh, version that I have on my computer ties into my development environment. So, like Valet, I use I use Docker, Devilbox. Oh, right. You know, right. I just pointed to it. I just pointed to a directory and say, hey. Every subdirectory in this directory is a website, and you know they're Laravel sites, so the 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 web root is under you know the subdirectory public. So with this implementation, I lose that ability. I mean, I could technically, I could technically say, hey, you know, uh, you know, it, it's, it's under it's under the subdirectory main public is is the web, but I have to do that for every branch I, I'm going to create. Right. So it's just it's just not reasonable. It's I can't do it. I'm trying to think of a way around it. Like yeah, you could have an auto I, I, subdomain. Well, but no, no, no. I, I have auto subdomain. That's the problem. No, 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 the auto the, subdomain. The folder name as a subdomain for the project. So it's like project.com. Mm. And then when you're in a folder branch one, you'd branch one dot project.com. I like that, Tom. That's actually good. I don't know how I would automate that, but what I but that I, that still ties into what I was thinking about doing, which is uh, I was thinking what I would do is point my devil box, you know, auto domain mapping to another directory and say, okay, you know, this is my this is my projects directory now where I keep all my sites, and then just manually like when I when I decide, okay. I want this branch. I want to be able to get to this branch. I would just do a symlink and let the let the symlink take over. Excuse me. Uh, your um, your subdomaining based on branch name actually might make that work. Uh, that is a that's a fantastic idea. I need to test that theory out because I will I will use the hell out of this until I find what the other problems with it are. But <laughs> I, I want this. I want this bad. And uh, it's yeah. cool. That's for sure. Yeah. I do love, I don't, I don't know how more people haven't talked about this. It's like, this is such a common problem in our industry. Like why? I, I, I mean, what, what's the other git flow that, that people use the, um, I, I'm not a fan of it. Is that what's called git flow? Yeah. Just git flow. <laughs> I, I, Every, everybody like uses. I've heard so many people use that, and I'm like, it's it's not doing anything. It's just doing Git. It's just shortcuts for Git. Boy, and you'd love Mercurial. There is something, and then you have something as cool as Worktree out there, and like nobody's talking about it. It's, See, um, it's here's, baffling. Here's the thing about Mercurial that I always loved that solves this problem. Let me hear it. Is that all of your changes are automatically in the context of the branch you're in. If you want to change branches without committing your changes, that's fine. Your changes are still being tracked in your local repository for that branch. So it's the same as stashing, but it automatically applies it to the correct branch that you're in. Hmm. So when you switch between branches, you don't have to commit. You only commit when you want to commit. So, was, so can you... Can- can you not carry like if, if you're making a change in a file and you realize, ah, oh, crap, I'm on the wrong branch, which there I is do a command, all the time. There's a command for that. I don't know what it is anymore. It's been 15 years, but okay. So it lets you carry it over to the new. Uh, yeah, that would that would uh, make things easier. Mercurial had some <laughs> awesome, awesome functionality, and uh, I'm not. I think Git won because it was Linus's project. Uh, Gishu asks, wouldn't the subdomain break some of the dev config for Laravel? Uh, actually, that's a good question. Now that now you mentioned that, because you don't commit your .env file. Also, with migrations and stuff, uh, if you get into a branch that mucks with your database, uh, that would be a problem. Don't you see... Don't you have any specific Laravel? Could, <sighs> Laravel can take a wild card on subdomains, so it's not that big an issue. No, no, no. But 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 the problem, the, the his problem still remains. If you're going to use it for development like we do, you would have to remember to copy over your or 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 you can do like Envoyer and and do a symlink to your .env file. Yeah. That's what you could do. Issue. Well, no, you, you could, could do symlink. You could do a sim. You could do a symlink to your your active development branch right you're well you know you you would put your so my thinking is i would put my dot env file i would put all my files that that are don't get into uh the git repo 
I would put in the main branch. And then so what I would other- do is I would, I would have a node, I would have an NPM command that switched the sim link to the current directory I'm in. Do you see what I mean? So you're running, no. so you've got four directories, each with the complete version of the product, the project, and then you have a sim link that Nginx is referencing. When you change that sim link, it points to a different directory. So if you have an NPM script, you say NPM switch, then it changes that sim link to the directory that you're in. Uh, I think you're. I'm not worried about. Just, the, I'm not worried about the web quick, server. It's quick context switching for the web server. But you don't have to switch to web server if you're if you're creating subdomains for all the. Well, yeah, that's. But if you weren't doing subdomains, if you were just doing a current development, you know, project.local, uh, then yeah, I, I was thinking. I was thinking more of like the .env file. I would just sim link because, like, if you if you update it, you would have to remember to copy it over again. But if you just sim link it, and that's what Envoyer does when it deploys to servers. It actually puts it moves your .env file up up a layer because it does this whole release folder and then a current release and and such and such uh but it actually puts your like you know dot store or dot storage it puts your storage dot env up a folder and then sim links back to that so that would actually work i know I wonder, that's not what geek she was saying i wonder if you could but, hack a load balancer program. again you don't need a load load balancer we're not i'm not worried about that like the the i think i think you've resolved the web issue with the subdomains, sure. So I think this—I think the subdomains isn't an issue. The only issue I I see now, after going through the manual process of symlinking the .env file, would be migrations uh, jacking with the database because they would all still be pointing to the same database. But well, I kind of have that—I kind of have that problem now, anyway. Yeah, that's because, already the current problem. Yeah, exactly. But you can—you could have a database that was named after the branch as well. You can have a dynamically named database. No, well, then you then you're back to having to copy over the .env files. No, no, you can have a .env file that has a variable value that you can change that you can like set programmatically. You could call a uh, a global what's it called? You could set a global variable in the console and reference a global variable. Uh, I think this is doable. I need. I, I smell a blog a post bit. from you. I think this is. I doable, think that's man. is that does I, that is that smell a blog post? Did you do something else? I think no. I got a lot of candles burning. I just I had uh, <laughs> I had in and out today. Oh, did you know? So people people who are familiar with California uh, rave about In and Out burgers. I was never yeah. a huge fan of In and Out burgers. Then everybody was like, "Well, you know, there's a special off menu." secret menu thing you can do called animal style you can have your burger ordered animal style so i would order it animal style i'm like okay it's just pickles and sauce i'm still not really impressed it's all right for a fast food burger but animal style is grilled onions yeah there's yeah well there's grilled onions there's extra pickles there's extra sauce all this other stuff i was never a fan of it i mean i thought as far as fast food burgers go it was one of the few fast food burgers i enjoyed uh, I was never a big fast food burger guy, so it's it is fast food and it it's it's decent for fast food. But I I didn't rave about it like everybody else. Then somebody told me the secret: they have chili peppers, so you can have you can get you can get the burger animal style, and then you can get chopped chili peppers in it. That was a game changer for me. Now huh. I'm addicted to the damn burger. I mean, I get them all the time. So if you're not if you're not familiar with the chili peppers, you have to do the chili peppers. I'm telling you, Here's, it will change your life. And they're good. They're good peppers too. I I have spent a couple years defending In and Out because I moved out here to Colorado Springs. There's no In and Outs, and there's a lot of people from Texas who like uh, Whataburger. Whataburger, yeah. It's Gishu. Gishu says sounds like a Whataburger. Well. Here's the thing, is that the Whataburger people and the In-N-Out people do not get along. And living in a city where there is neither created a lot of friction. Uh, now, we were distracted for a couple of years by the current president, but it, it was still there. The friction was still there, except that we got an In-N-Out. You have an In-N-Out? Yeah, we got an In-N-Out. We have Colorado's only the, In-N-Out. This is chaos. This is absolute madness. In and out is supposed to be in in California. Now I was I was giving it a pass for Vegas because it was Vegas. Okay, there was an in and out in Vegas. Then I go to Arizona and they're in out they're in and outs in Arizona. Now you're telling yeah, me yeah. there's in and outs in Colorado. This is just insane. It gets worse. Well, it's, it's already worse. Ian says there's in and out in Texas as well. So yeah. I'm done. They're dead to me. Well, 
Just like internals. They're they're building a in my soul. They're building a Whataburger here. Well, there you go. Now tensions you guys have at it. Tensions have never been higher. My <laughs> friends from Texas who have been chest pounding about Whataburger for the last four years are going nuts. Telling you, oh, you don't know what's coming. You don't know. You think in and out is the shit. You don't know what's coming. You are in so much trouble. So Ian and Andy and all you in uh, in Discord, or actually Andy's in uh, YouTube, uh, all you guys raving about Whataburger. Is Whataburger a smash burger or yeah. what's special? It's a smash burger? Are, mm-hmm. you, are you familiar with Whataburger? I know of it. Because of my time here in Colorado Springs, I've heard quite a lot about it. Do you know if we have one in San Diego? You do not. And this is this is the Texas-California problem, is that it's all about, oh, you Californians think you're so great with your shitty in and out. I hear it all the time. No, it's it's there's going to be a civil war here in Colorado Springs. <laughs> it's going to yeah, be little, have... little white paper hats versus red button-up Holy shirts. crap. Looking at, the, looking at the states it's in, there's Alabama, Arizona... Arkansas, and then it just jumps right over the uh, over sea to Florida. It's like they're yeah. still. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, so man, it's now. Let's talk about Five Guys just for one second here. It's a Smash Burger place where the burgers cost eighteen dollars. Oh, I, Smash Burger though. You you can't put it in the same category no, though. Five you can't Guys. Put, you five can't, Guys. That's what I'm saying. Stupid expensive. It cost me $110 to take my family to Five Guys. But it's a it's a dinner. Like that's not fast food. That's a dinner. Like no. the the jalapenos and the, uh, oh, you're crazy. I like now I like Five Guys. I oh, don't, don't get me wrong. I like Five guys. guys. I just can't afford it. I'm going to have to sell off a yacht or something. Oh yeah, you can't. Eat, yeah, you can't eat there all the time. That's that's for sure. <laughs> so uh, let's see. What else we got going on here? Everybody, everybody, we, we've started the burger wars in Discord, and I'm just trying to catch up. Well, Five Guys is the best for sure. I have, I have, I, I hold them. I don't even put them in the same category as In and Out in whatever Whataburger is. Sure, but I'd rather pay my kids' college tuition than the whoever's working at Five Guys. Thomas, I'm just, I gotta, I'm just kidding. I gotta, I'm not paying my kids' college tuition. I got a question for you at your new job. Yes, sir. Have you considered how you're going to monitor your your application at your new job? Actually, Would haven't you thought about that yet. Think about maybe going with HoneyBadger.io. That's a good call. Our second sponsor of the show tonight is HoneyBadger.io, and I really wish they had given us something to say because they didn't. They were just like, "Hey, we just we dig what you're doing." You know, and uh, talk about it, and and as a we we it was funny because we were already fans of Honey Badger on the show before they they became uh, Patreon sponsor level supporters, yeah. and then we became huge so, fans. And now it's like, wait a minute, why why had we even wandered off to other services? Why haven't we just stuck with Honey Badger? I need to Argus is the next thing that's going to be getting Honey Badger. I, I actually started working on that on the branch that I'm on with my dad. So again, you're talking about work tree. I was in work. I, I was doing my new feature in Argus. And I'm like, man, I really want, uh, I really want honey badger on here. And so I went ahead and installed it on my local environment, but I'm like, shit, I need, I, I might, I could have just pushed that through to production and not have it wait for me to finish this feature. And had I, if I had a stinking work tree, I could have just easily have done. It. I could still do it. I just I'm lazy and I'm pissed. And anyways, HoneyBadger.io monitoring service, all sorts of uh, cool things. They even have like uptime notifications and stuff like that. I'm really digging. I'm getting into it more and more. Uh, great guys. No promo code. There's nothing well, nothing special they're selling you. If, but if you need monitoring what I, that sounds well and good but i can't do much if they don't have a free tier well thomas you're in luck there is a free what? tier. there's what? a free tier you don't even have to pay them if you don't want to you can just you just use and abuse them like you you know like just whatever like so what you so what you're saying what you're saying is it would be irresponsible not to use honey badger it, 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 i would border on criminal if if yeah, you don't yeah. have monitoring in place for your application and you got honey badger out there completely free tier 
no, no, no commitments or anything. They're not asking for you know your mother's maiden name or anything like that. They're just like, hey, use us. No credit card, nothing like that. I, I, you know, I, you don't have to put any credit card. Just use their service. It's on you if something goes wrong. It's your fault, and and really, you should be prosecuted. That's how I feel about it. Honey Badger, IO. I think I think they got their money's worth there. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't even know why they would have to advertise through us, given the service that they provide. It should be self-advertising. <laughs> and I watched a lot of uh, infomercials when I was a kid. A lot. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I've I've got the infomercial tone down. Oh, uh, you were just you're just complimenting yourself on, on that on that yeah, pitch. Yeah. Oh, good good job. Good job. Thank you. So uh, I I have a, a sort of a weird doom and gloom. Like okay, I don't know. I got I got one more thing I want to do before we before we end the show. But let me hear your doom and gloom. Well, the FBI did something really strange. Okay, they got warrants to patch people's servers without their consent. Wait a minute, what are you talking about? Is this in, I didn't see this in Trello. Is this in Trello? Yeah. Okay, please explain. Well, you remember the exchange server hacks that happened? Where all the exchange servers got hacked? Yep. Uh, The FBI requested a court order to remove hundreds of infected web shells from servers without contacting the owners of the servers what yeah really well how do they even get access to the server like i mean even if they get physical access they they would have to hack the server well onto the server see i believe in this specific instance the web shells that were installed were not secured so they're using the web shell that they're having taking issue with to hack the machines that are infected with this shell and then uninstalling the shell. So they're using the <laughs> hack to remove the hack. Um, and you're saying you're saying that the government just went in and did this out of the kindness of their own heart? Well, it's a massive national security issue. These these vulnerable these vulnerable servers are out there. People are not responding to requests to fix them or or issue patches or whatever. The FBI has a system. And I bet you none of them. I bet you none of them had Honey Badger installed. No, obviously not. Clearly, they wouldn't have. Um, That's interesting. So, was this some like secret mission, or did they at least try to get in touch with the the server owners? It's not entirely clear here. I haven't read the uh, complete court order. Uh, it's a very gotcha. it's a very dense legal document as you can imagine. Um, the the one of the reports I'm seeing is that the FBI is removing the backdoor shell, but not the vulnerability that led to it being installed in the first place. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's a very I mean it's strange. Uh, comments on this are saying you know I would much prefer vulnerable machines were uh, were fixed by white hat hackers instead of the FBI. I don't want the FBI <laughs> in my machine or getting a warrant to my machine. Things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, clearly, people who don't own servers that are just for work purposes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you if you're an operations guy and the FBI says, "Hey, we fixed your server for you," you say thanks. You don't you don't say, "Hey, man, that's not cool." Uh, it's 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 a strange legal area. Um, this is uh, this was announced on the 14th yesterday, so there's not a lot of news coverage about it. There's not a lot of uh, uh, opinion on it yet, legal opinion on it yet. But it's yeah, it's. It's a weird one. So, like I said, I don't, I don't know if it's doom and gloom. It's because hmm. it, they're fixing stuff, kind of, but they're getting warrants to people's personal machines, kind of. It's. I'd love to see what what Discord thinks of this. Um, I just can't remember what the uh, URL for our Discord server is. Thomas, that would be discord.phpugly.com. Oh, okay, that's nice. That's simple. I should be able to remember that after <laughs> two hundred and thirty-two episodes. So I, I want I want to circle back about me because this this I, I started this whole podcast to be about me and and yeah. So needless to say, my ego has taken a pretty big blow the last couple of weeks, and uh, I I thought it, I thought it was all like I really wasn't any good at what I did and anything, and I was ready just to hang it up. And I'm sure there are many out there that wish I I had, but then. I got a little spark in my ego again. Now I I've been contributing to PHP Architect for well, a while now. Um, Jesus, I think I've I think it's been over a year. Like, uh, yeah, I think I've actually been I've been doing their podcast longer. 
but I've actually been contributing to the community corner for, I think, a little over a year, which, again, if you're just joining us, I'm going to be talking to the guys at Longhorn. We're going to be talking about their conference, talking about you know what's different, the safety precautions they're doing, and encouraging people to get out and you know get to this conference. Now, that will be a community corridor. In, I've got, I've uh, got my card. May. I got, I got mine too. You shouldn't, you shouldn't display it. I, I keep being told you shouldn't display it. Why? I'm getting my second shot on Monday. I don't know, man. I don't it's know. all the all but the anyways, same information is directly dude, below. Dude, I'm a talking about me. I'm, I'm talking about I'm me. Stop. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sir. Stop. Stop trying to be an attention hog. I got, I got a little spark to my ego, so I've been contributing. So I've been in PHP Architect. I know what it is, but there's a section in PHP Architect called uh, the puzzle, puzzle PHP puzzles. By Sherry Wheeler, Wheeler, and she, she's they're just like programming exercises she does every month. And every month, I'm like, man, I, I should, uh, I should try to do this. I should try to do this one. And I'm so lazy, I never do. But last month, the exercise was something that I enjoyed. I mean, I enjoy it at all. But she referenced uh, a Big Bang Theory thing, which was rock, paper, scissors, uh, lizard, Spock. Right, which is if you're if you watch Big Bang, you know what that is. So there, she created an exercise for coding that. So first, you coded rock paper scissors, and then there's some variations. But the, ultimately, the 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 last I think variation was you had to do uh, rock paper scissors lizard Spock, and you know try to code code that out. So if somebody did one and did another, who won? And she used my code. And she even gave me credit in her article. Aww. So I'm like, hey, somebody actually liked something I did. So, so yeah, you know, sure, nobody in internals loves me and, you know, all this horrible stuff is going on. But but Sherry likes me. She likes my code. She likes my rock, paper, lizard, Spock. So that's if you're a PHP Arc subscriber, check it out. My my name is in there. All right. That didn't go as well as I'd hoped. I'm sorry. You look lost. What's wrong? No, it's, no, you just talked about Big Bang Theory. I just dislike that show. I love Big Bang Theory. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You what? Great. We're going to have to stop. We're going to have to stop. Well, it's a, We're going to have to stop. Do you know what they call it? You have to call this. You know what kind of show it is? Yeah, Big Bang Theory. No, what the Big Bang Theory? No, the kind of show. Awesomely funny? No, it's a sit. It's what? like a it's like a sitcom, but it's just a sit. There's no comedy. I don't get it. You're 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 a terrible person. You just said you don't watch it. So how how would you know? I've seen it, and it was painful. Oh, leave me alone. Please, everybody, everybody, please direct your hate mail towards thomas at phpadly.com. Feel free. Or if you want to get to me on Twitter, it's at showcom. Piss off. <laughs> I like Big Bang. I like Big Bang. All right. I think that, I feel like, have we actually done a hour? You know, this show yeah. was never supposed to be an hour long, right? No, you know I know that. I know. <laughs> it's like, it was only supposed to be like 30 minutes of us just catching up on the week. And, oh, God. Uh, I do have, I have one more thing. Um, if if you're interested in the green threads, the fibers stuff in uh, PHP 8, uh, I've got great news for you. Everyone who's ever used any sort of asynchronous program programming in the past has decided to write a blog post about PHP's implementation. So there's about (laughs) 300 articles out there about fibers and PHP and how they're not really asynchronous because they're still in the same thread and how the implementation of PHP doesn't include a scheduler. So there's no way to actually manage the fibers. Okay. But they they said that that stuff is kind of, this was just the first phase of the implementation. No, don't give them a break. Screw internals. They don't know what the hell they're doing. That's, that's the thing. I I blame the release manager. These articles are a hundred percent not worth reading. None of them time to get is worth this. reading. Fibers is just a root level thing for somebody to start experimenting with IO and scheduling and all that stuff. These articles, there's, I, I swear to God, I had 18 of them open in one in one browser session at a point. It's terrible. And mm. they don't provide any new information to you. They don't tell you how you're going to actually implement this. It's just a waste of time. Don't screw with it. Ignore Fibers for now. There will be a time when it becomes more relevant, but tonight is not that night. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things. Like, if it's not something you've been looking for, then it's probably not something you need right now. Just let the people who've been looking for that solution or who needed that solution implement what they're going to implement and, and leverage it. But yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a complicated thing. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. So fundamentally, I, 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 doesn't do to, anything yet. I don't know if he's still listening. He was on YouTube earlier, but. 
I had a meeting with our with our artist friend today, uh, Andy Andy Wilson, who he was he was out there. He was on YouTube for a while uh, talking about uh, some logo ideas and some artwork. So we're still working on some of the new swag stuff for the Patreons and people who. Look, he's there. If you have any ideas, if, if there are any t-shirt concepts that you'd like to see for PHP Ugly, we're, we, we've already got an idea of what an, our, our new logo is going to be. Or not logo, just kind of a kind of a thing. Um, and, you know, I talked to I talked to Andy about that. I got all your ideas out there, Tom. Uh, so he's he's familiar with that. But if there's any like anything you'd like to see on the shirt or any ideas you have, Hit up Andy uh, in our Discord for now. I mean, right now he will get it on YouTube, or just hit me up and I'll make sure I get the information to him. Um, but we are working on that. He's working on some artwork for us. We're going to work on some T-shirts and some other stuff. Just you know, stuff for the Patreon levels, stuff that you can just purchase if you if you're interested. Um, I don't know, man. We'll see where this goes. We're just trying to do something. Do something fun, do something different, do something that's not as stale as other things are. So uh, uh, I, 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 I join Andy, if you want to join Patreon or if you want to join Patreon, you can join Patreon too, Andy, if you want. If you want to uh, join Discord, you need to go to discord.phpugly.com and just sign in. What if he wants to become a Patreon? He would go to patreon.com slash php ugly and these are our patreons that huge, we'd like to say thank huge you to. thank you to all of our patreons our, our patrons on patreon i keep getting corrected about that patrons patrons uh, yes we have a new patron we do and his uh, their name i don't, actually don't know slowly is scrolling up slowly making it clayton ronnie ronnie and ronnie's the new pa- ronnie mn well thank you ronnie for joining yes. patreon thank patreon you very much coming up. i need we need to i mean we've actually gotten enough new members we need to do another uh swags mailing yeah i need to i'm actually behind on that i felt bad because I, I i actually wanted to get it done a couple of weeks ago and then we picked up another like i think we picked up like two or three or four of the last couple of weeks so we need need a, this is actually one of the reasons why we're working with andy uh for some for some new logo ideas because we want to take advantage of a new feature in patreon where they'll handle our reward levels for us so we can actually add the stuff to the rewards level and Patreon will just send it out automatically for us. We don't have to like handle all this stuff. So that's hopefully coming um, soon. I've given up on Patreon. I'm getting locked out. See, that's the key, Gishu. We hope that you join Patreon. You you start to become a member of our Patreon, and then you forget your password and you can't log back in to cancel your membership. That is our business model we're going with, and I think that's how we keep most of our Patreons. So yeah, they don't. So they don't, don't remember. Don't be sad. Um, I can't believe I forgot if, this, Eric. Let me um, hear it. I didn't see this on your news. Uh, I didn't see this on Reddit. I, I didn't see this a lot of places I thought I would see this. But the headline here is, Microsoft buys JavaScript developer platform NPM, plans to integrate it with GitHub. What? Kid you not, ZDNet article. Or are you are you in are you in Trello or something? This is oh, not in Trello. I just I, I was just looking through old stuff and realized I saw this uh, because my first comment on the, this was that uh, Node developers get really mad when you call them JavaScript developers. Well, look at that. Microsoft buys JavaScript developer platform NPM. Holy smokes! Yeah, is this breaking news? What is this? This is break- uh, oh, no, this, this is last was month. T- yeah, this was this March. is last year, twenty twenty. This is last year, dude. I didn't know this though. I don't know if I, I, I don't think I remember this either. Anybody else know that happened a while back? Ian knows that was a year ago. I think it closed this week. Jesus, see, this Are you is going to buy composer. This is why people listen to us. We stay on top of the so, news, not just this year, but last year too. On so top of last that's year's it. news. No news is too old for us to cover. Yeah. That's that's the takeaway here. But think about this. Think about this. They're becoming like they're becoming that Suez Canal of the development world, right? I mean, all you need is like a big container ship to block that in the world crumbles. Okay, careful they're what just, you say. They have GitHub. They have GitHub. They have NPM. Careful what you say. There was that, there was that guy who was trying to bomb 60% of the internet out of existence. Just hear me out. They have GitHub, 
right? They have NPM, right? They're they're trying to get they're, they're, there's there's rumors that they're they're talking about purchasing Discord. What just what just moved their entire core code base to GitHub because they got a compromised incident on their Git servers? That's right, PHP. The entire core PHP core code base is on GitHub. Yeah. NPM's on you know owned by Microsoft. Dude, they're becoming that that little fun. They're they're the, they're the Suez Canal. They're there. That's them. That's scary. who they're becoming in the digital world. I'm telling you. Think you know, about it. You want to know? You want to know how badly I bombed that that first interview during that server outage? Is that he asked me, uh, "What do I do to stay up to date in the the PHP community?" And without thinking, I said, ah, "Funny story. I'm actually the way people stay up to date in the PHP community." <laughs> As he reads a year old article. (laughs) Yeah, did not did not strike me how arrogant and foolish that was. You understand I have three subscribers. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. Who's interviewing Hugh here? (laughs) What do you do to stay up to date, you (laughs) jerks? I'm pretty sure you listen to my podcast. All right, I think that's it. Yeah, that was I'd a very Discord engaged uh, show today. Thank you for everybody, everybody participating in Discord yeah. in rating the ship as we as we try to tip it over, as we try to block the canal. You know, here we are. We're trying to wedge our little PHP ugly ship into the canal, and you guys are just like, no, oh, we're gonna fix this for you. Oh, we you did. We did forget one thing. Uh, John's on vacation this week. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. We, that's why we were able to talk about hamburgers all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that should be the title. Not vegan friendly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Thanks everybody for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. That will do it for episode two hundred and thirty-two. I'm Eric. I'm. Tom, keep it ugly. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top, y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. And shout to John, you know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me shouts out to php the ugly it's called ugly because it's not professional but i'm about to come through and bless it with style so let's do it when i'm spitting i perfume the room yo the segment of the show is called doom and gloom that came from thomas yeah can nobody go beyond this i get the mic and then i'm about to keep it like a promise yeah and y'all know we fill them up with anguish we talking about the php the programming language about to break it down no exaggeration what do y'all do for a living web Applications, okay, I can dig it. My words spray tight. Uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights. Yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude. I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube. So let's get it. You know my lyrics are major. All up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing. Keep it ugly. We ending every show with the saying it's lovely. Let's go. Yeah, come on.